Welcome back to the couch, everyone. Welcome to our post-Christmas NFL review. I'm here with Butsy and Zwick. Fellas, how was Christmas? Christmas was awesome. Um, the Cowboys lost on yeah. Christmas. So. Zwick, are you in a are you in the states currently? What's going on? I'm not in the states. I'm currently in Aruba right now. Um, vacation pod. I do it all for the listeners. Everything I do is for and for you guys, of course. Everything I do now is for you guys and the listeners. So, yeah, yeah, he's a grinder. He could be on the beach, Butsy headband, Butsy tonight. Uh, for the listeners who can't see him, talk to us about that first of all. Well, yeah, you know, Christmas this was, present? This was a, well, mm. yeah, it was. Um, you know, it was kind of just like one of those things where I was like, hey, you know, mom, you know, it's a cheap gift, stocking stuffer, if you will, <laughs> uh, just the Nike basketball headband. But I really think this was, that this is the Christmas where I found my identity. Um, keeps with the hair out of your face. I think this headband is my new identity. Like, I think this is what I am going to wear going forward for every podcast. Um, I feel immensely more locked in than I did without this headband. I don't know actually how I ever did a podcast without this headband uh, before. So I'm really happy that it found me. I did not find it. It found me. Uh, So going forward, this will be my look. Perfect. All the blood rushing straight to the brain, nowhere else. Other parts of the body are faltering, but the brain is locked in. So that's Telling good. Telling critical levels. Critical levels. <laughs> All right, all. let's get to the football. We're going to start with Butsy's man, Brock Ooh. Purdy. Went into this game against the Ravens what last What happened? <laughs> Went uh, into it. Uh, minus 250, Butsy, to win the MVP. He's now at plus 1,200. Lamar is currently the favorite at minus 160, followed by Christian McCaffrey at plus 400. Butsy, we're going to start with you, and then uh, we'll swing it around. Did Brock Purdy get a little bit exposed on Christmas Day? Yeah, I mean, he absolutely did, right? I, I mean, you want to talk about the MVP odds, they're minus 250 going in. I don't ever th- – I, mean, I I concurred, and I, and I gave up on this podcast, and I don't think that he should have been the MVP uh, favorite going into this game or just throughout the duration of the season. Uh, I know, I know the puck, uh, the MVP award is shapes for quarterbacks, but I do really feel like Christian McCaffrey is still the most valuable player in the NFL. Uh, but yes, Purdy did get embarrassed by this uh, Ravens defense on on Monday Night Football. Three interceptions in the first half was brutal. He didn't play good at all. Uh, he didn't seem to have a lot of time. The offensive line seemed to to really struggle with the Ravens front seven. I know Jordan you did a pod, uh, TikTok on that. Purdy struggled. Pretty struggled when his when his weapons aren't performing great. And on Monday night, it was his it was O line. His O line kind of let him down. Uh, and he's not talented enough to escape, you know, pressure every snap uh, and and make something out of it. So yeah, he he got absolutely exposed. Uh, but I do really still feel like this was that this was a fluke game by the offensive line. I think the Ravens are really good, but I don't think the Niners O line has seen a defense like the Ravens yet. Did I say Raiders? No, Ravens. You're good. I said Ravens. Okay. Yeah. I don't I don't think the, the, the headband had seen a defense <laughs> like the Ravens yet. And it showed, but I do still feel like that the Ravens uh defense is the best in the NFL. And I think the Niners O line will bounce back if they ever see them again. Wow, a little bit of a concession there from Butsy. Wasn't expecting that. Kind of yeah. uh <laughs> changes the segment. Oh, dude, a it's bit. the headband. It's the headband. <laughs> it's the headband. Yeah, making yeah, him okay. think clearly. Um, I guess we're all on the same page then about Purdy. Zwick, did you get to watch this game, or were you kind of checking uh, notifications on your phone under the uh, table? I, 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 I tuned in mid-second quarter. Um, okay, cool. Watching the play-by-play on Bleacher Report. So um, you only you you only saw one interception then? 
Uh, yeah, yeah. I guess was it three in the first quarter? Wow, yeah, I think it was. So yeah, weird. So, um, fun fun stat about the Ravens as well. Um, I just found this out. Adam Schefter posted this on Instagram. The Ravens have injured five quarterbacks this year. Impressive stuff. Oh. Imp- very impressive stuff. Do we, do we need do we need to look into that? Do we need to do? Yeah, that, well, that's uh, what I'm saying. I, I don't think last time I checked, Sean Payton is not on the Ravens coaching staff, but. Yeah. Maybe, Maybe someone he knows is um, Ryan Tannehill, Deshaun Watson, Joe Burrow, Trevor Lawrence, and now Brock Purdy. Ooh, I'm not going to give him. You say Joe Burrow? Yeah. I'm not going to give him Joe Burrow. I'm not. He's already hurt. I think, I think Joe Burrow. You think you know more than the NFL who investigated it? Yes, because Joe Burrow injured his hand against the Texans in the prior week, went into the game against the Ravens on Thursday Night Football with a splint on. The picture was Making up on social sick. media, and it was taken down. I don't – I mean, he, he was it was thrown a pass. It's not like he got his hand absolutely smushed. Oh, wait, he did. Oh, he did get his hand smushed. Against the Texans. Oh, no, it, it was against the Ravens. It was no, against the Ravens. Texans, and then it was re-aggravated against the, the Ravens. Well, either way, the Ravens are a oh. really good defense that hurts people. So that's yeah. a good stat oh. for them. I, if they win the AFC North, well, they're going to win the AFC North. If they win the AFC, um, might have to you put a little asterisk on there. To, no way. Fun. No, I disagree. No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm, I'm <laughs> kidding. They're, they're, I mean, it's pretty clear that they're the team to beat in the AFC and probably in the entire league right now. So. I don't know. Chiefs looked pretty good. We will have that discussion. We'll be Chargers. Chargers. Oh yeah, your Chiefs look great. Uh, I saw today a post on BR betting, and it was that if an odds maker said that if the Niners and Ravens were to play today, if the Super Bowl were today after uh, last night's debacle, the Niners would be minus two. Weird. I I believe that. I as bad as Purdy played, and as bad as that game went, I still really like the Niners. I don't know why. <laughs> because if any of their people get hurt, they're a totally different team. Like, Trent Williams went out. Uh, their O-line was actually in shambles um, by the end of that game. So, the Niners are – they're so loaded when they're healthy. I don't know. I, I just think if in a rematch, Shanahan would come in with a better game plan. I think Purdy would be able to adjust a little bit, and they would be more prepared for all the pressure – so I kind of agree with the minus two, but yeah, Purdy just that that was a game from hell for him. So uh, a few more stats before we move on here. Shanahan is zero and twenty eight uh, when trailing by seven or more points going into the fourth quarter in his career. Um, I think that's a that's a really important stat, especially when it comes to playoff time and you don't have a seven to ten uh, fourteen point cushion going into every fourth quarter as against a team, especially like the Ravens, but. You know how we had that discussion a while back about how, you know, what happens when Trent Williams and Debo go out? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think each one of those pieces plays an instrumental role, like in in of themselves. Like, I think that each player going down could absolutely derail the whole team. Oh, yeah. Uh, Well, Trent, yes. Debo, I don't know. You know what I'm saying well, though? I mean, like, my, I guess my argument is like it's more than just Trent going out. Like, it could be it could be CMC, it could be Debo, it could be Ayuk, it could be Trent, it could be Purdy. And each one of those players plays their role, and the way their game plan is structured is so that every player, when they do their role, they are the best team in the NFL because it's a unique role. It's not you know like one is just receiver. You know, Christian McCaffrey gave his whole offense. Uh, 
was it PXG golf clubs and custom golf bags for Christmas because of how much each individual offensive player helps with the run game. Kittle's run blocking is unbelievable. Debo's blocking is great. Debo can also be in the backfield. Ayuk's blocking outside is great too. So I think it's the import, like how each player has a specific role and how, and they do that role very, very well. But I feel like when one player, one of those players goes out, their game plan goes completely awry. I agree. Yeah. I like, would you say this was worrisome for Purdy? Um, like, are you worried about how the Niners are going to perform in the playoffs because of this game? Like, did you learn something new or do you still think the Niners are just as good and it was a bad game? I think the Niners will be fine. I think they're still just as good. I don't think they've seen a defense like Baltimore this year. I mean, no one really has seen a defense like Baltimore until they play Baltimore because they've been clearly the best defense all year. Um, obviously, we saw what Purdy did to Philly and Dallas and, you know, you know, beat up on those really, really good teams. But, I mean, Baltimore's defense is at another level right now. Roquan Smith is at another level right now. Kyle Hamilton is playing out of his mind. The defense just continues to fire. I Obviously, I, I think that 49ers will probably play at some point Philly or Dallas in the playoffs. And – I'm not I'm not picking against the 49ers in either of those games, even yeah. if it's even if they're on the road. So I think they'll be fine. I think that this was a little preview of the Super Bowl matchup. No, and I don't I don't think that's too bold to say. I mean, I think that would be pretty obvious to say right now. Obviously, anything can happen come January, but these are the best two teams. It's simple as that. And the MVP showed out on in on Christmas night. So yeah. I, I agree. Uh, that is that'll do it for our our Purdy and, and Niners talk. Seems like we all pretty much agree. Let's go to the Chiefs, who someone Dead. on this podcast has been pretty adamant that you should not panic <laughs> about them. That person being, of course, me. They lose twenty to fourteen to a pretty mediocre, at best, maybe Raiders team with Aiden O'Connell at the helm. Two defensive touchdowns, so the Chiefs' defense gave up six points, yet they lost 20-14. to Um, Mahomes played a really bad game. This was probably the worst game of the Mahomes era for the Chiefs. I saw Nick Wright talking about how it was either this or one other game against the Titans, and I, I can't imagine. I don't remember the Titans game, but this was as disastrous as it could be. They couldn't move the ball all game. Um, obviously the, the mishaps from Mahomes. The thing is, I'm not that concerned, boys. Oh, How? <laughs> what what will make you concerned? What like what has to happen? Because All right. have, have you not been watching football the past six, seven <laughs> weeks? No, I've been watching. I've been watching closely. Watching the damn Chargers. That's what you've been doing. The the problem in this game was Patrick Mahomes. And if that's their problem, I'm fine, dude. If that's their problem. You think he's going to play that bad again? Because I don't. I don't think he's going to throw a pick six again. I don't think he's going to fumble and let up a scoop and score again. And I, I, their defense is amazing. Like, it's one of the best defenses in the league. So, if yeah, there's a I team... Mean, it's been worse. What? It has not been as good. They let up six points yesterday. Uh, yeah, yesterday. <laughs> like, yeah, but... I mean, yeah. No, nah, you can't argue with that. But, I mean, and, when they... When they need the stops the most, they couldn't get it though. They they did give up the drive at the end, but honestly, like the, if you look at their season long stats and compare them, 
they're top three in pretty much every category. I love their defense. Um, and I'm right sticking with offense. it. Like, like Mahomes really kind of botched that game yesterday. You can't be giving the other team points. So if that's their problem, I think Mahomes is going to figure it out. The O-line was concerning. I'll say that. The O-line was really bad. So we'll oh, see if they oh. figure that out. You guys want to know how bad they were? Yeah, how bad were they? Uh, Mahomes was pressured on 22 dropbacks yesterday. That's a lot. He was running. He was running around on damn near every play. He was five for thirteen on the on on dropbacks, uh, with thirty one yards and a touchdown with a seventy two point three passer rating. He had eighteen rushes, where he were uh sorry eighteen pressures, in which he was running for his life, quote unquote. I mean, I think we all kind of can understand Wait, what for his life means. What is five for thirteen on dropbacks like? Because he threw forty four passes. So what are the other? Passes, they're not dropbacks. Like, what does that mean? Yeah, what are you? Where he doesn't get pressured. Drop okay, it was where he got pressured. Oh. Okay, yeah, or or he's in the gun. Mm. So drop back, like I think it isn't it isn't it is technically a drop back where it's where you're. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so I guess the other times he was in the gun. Yeah. Which okay. Most, okay. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. I had to. Yeah, I, no, I had to go to my yeah. football. I guess nerd Zwick here uh, mm. to kind of get my technical terms correct. But either well, way, listen. I don't think like Jordan, you want to put it on Mahomes. I don't think this is Mahomes' fault. The guy was running for his fucking life every single possession and every single play, it felt like. And that's on the O line. I think he got absolutely fed up with how his O line was playing. He got annoyed with the coaching. Um, and his receivers, Travis Kelsey had a drop yesterday. His receivers have had drops all year long. That hasn't gotten fixed. We keep, you know, you keep harping on. The receivers are going to turn it around. The receivers are going to start catching the football. They haven't, right? They haven't. They haven't caught. They haven't started catching the football yet, right? And we're, we were, we have two weeks left in the they're season. They're going to turn it around. They're going to fi- they're going to put it together. So, so, like, between too. between a really shitty O line, I don't care how good your fucking defense is. I think if they still win this game, what'd you say? The their offense let up six points. Yeah, they could have won fourteen to six if Mahomes doesn't give the other team fourteen points. They go fourteen to six with with how that with how they played. I still think that's a really big concern. Like I don't, I don't like. I think the stats are the stats at the end of the day. And even if they had won this game, we would have still had a lot of questions uh, for the for the Chiefs. Uh, Mahomes was was caught on video saying, "Call the fucking play, man," uh, to his OC. So I think not having uh, who was their OC last year, he went to the, the enemy. Commies, uh, yeah, the enemy. He might have been the the little secret sauce. There. Was, I think that was to Andy Reid. Andy Reid's the is he the play caller? He reads the play caller. Yeah. Oh Jesus! Well. Andy Reid struggling. I'll put it that way. Reid is struggling. Reid washed. Is Andy Reid washed? No, I don't think he's washed. But what I'm saying is, I think there's a lot more issues in this game yesterday than Mahomes just played bad. It's the lingering issue of the receivers' unable, inability to catch a football, and the O line absolutely stinking. Um, and and above all of that, you know, I'm a big vibes guy, right? I'm I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a big harps on vibes. The vibes in Kansas City are very very low. Like everybody seems to be in frantic disarray right now. Uh, Travis Kelsey had a temper tantrum, spite, uh, you know, smashing his helmet. Um, Mahomes with the with the cussing out his with with cussing out Andy Reid for not calling the play. It's just not good. Also, I don't know if you want to give the Raiders any credit. Like I do. We, I would because I, I would like to. I'll give I, the D line a lot of credit. I'll I like to give the Raiders some credit. Um, because they're the first team to beat Patrick Mahomes in the AFC West. After November 9th in his career, he's now 17 and one against the AFC North. Uh, after nice. November 9th in his career, so that's a fun fact for you. Also, another fun fact the Raiders have had two 
defensive touchdowns or two plus defensive touchdowns in back to back weeks, and no one has done that in twenty years. Wow. So, I think the Raiders' defense is Raiders, legit. Raiders' defense sneaky good. Sneaky good. I think they. I think you can just call them good. Um, obviously, they were missing Josh Jacobs on the offensive side of the ball. He was a late scratch, um, so that obviously didn't help with their production. And at the end of the day, man, Al, uh, Aiden O'Connell didn't complete a pass after the first quarter. No, he didn't do anything. He didn't 42%. do anything, and they still won. Like it's just so. I just want to give a credit to the Raiders' defense. Yes, I yeah, agree. Take my headband. Tip my head back to the defense. With the whole Chiefs offense, like you can blame, you can say Mahomes isn't the problem. He's running for his life. His receivers suck. I don't really care. Like the Chiefs offense stinks. That's what I'll say. Like they do not look like the Chiefs offense, even of last year. They lost Tyreek Hill, obviously. They lost Juju. Like if you obviously those two players aren't even close to the same tier, but like the offense is not good right now. I don't care whose fault it is. This team is not winning a playoff game on the road if they play like this. Obviously, right now, season ended today. Buffalo goes to KC. I'm not KC. picking Kansas City. Like, Give me KC in a big way. Absolutely. <laughs> I man. can't. I they, literally can't. Their defense is unbelievably good. I, I don't think you guys understand that. And also, their O-line had an awful day yesterday. We just gave credit to the Raiders. They got smacked around by the Raiders, but... They've been good all year. Like, that was the first mishap that we've seen them look like that. And, again, if if you have to rely on Mahomes spotting the other team 14 points, I'm I'm going to say that that was a little fluky. And I'm going to say he's the best oh, quarterback I, in the league, and he's not going to do that again. I agree, but it's been happening all year. What? The offense like, sucking? The offense just can't they, – they, they can't move the football. They're relying – gotten worse. It's like, gotten so much worse. It's it's bad. Like Travis yeah. Kelsey is like obviously he's best tight end in the league and one of the best of all time, but I he hasn't stepped up at all. And we start talking about Taylor Swift distraction, maybe. Thank you. I, <laughs> I saw that. Is it? I, Do you guys think that? Absolutely. I, I, like, I brought this up at the family dinner. You actually was, think that <laughs> it was it was horrific. Well, I, 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 yeah, I think Taylor I think, Swift is an absolute distraction to this team. You want a family say that's why. There's no ifs, and or buts about it. My dad's the biggest Swifty. We all know about my bet that I have with him. Uh, he thinks I'm delusional, but I honestly really believe that Taylor Swift's a distraction to the team. It's not about, it's not about the Chiefs, right? It's about Taylor Swift and their play. I mean, there's a direct correlation between Taylor Swift being in the Chiefs' lives and how the Chiefs have performed. Even Travis Kelsey specifically, how he has performed. That's true. Although they won the first what two or three weeks that she was there. They were good. They were good. It's called the honeymoon <laughs> phase. So I'm, I'm thinking maybe maybe. Do you think they're Brown. fighting or something? Is are they going through a rough patch? No, I think yeah, they're about fine. to win money. Right. I th- I think they're okay. Those two personally, but the the negative effects. I mean, they both have to split for for mutual reasons. Right. Not not uh, financial for you at all, though. Not, not finance. No, 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 yeah. totally not. But they should <laughs> split to see the like. If Jordan really wanted what was best for the Chiefs which I think he does, um, then he should want Taylor Swift out of anything that has to do with the Chiefs kingdom. Okay, first of all, I don't – I'm not a Chiefs fan. And if Mahomes wins another ring, I'm going to have to hear Nick Wright say that he's better than Brady, so I don't want that to happen. I just want other people to realize that other than the Ravens, there's no team that you can point to and say you are confident that they're better than the Chiefs. Yeah. Well – Maybe yeah, you guys yes. say the Dolphins, I guess. I'd I don't say, know. I would say <laughs> Dallas. I would say 
Philly. No, I meant in the AFC. Philly, come on. Oh, 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 in the, oh, yeah. I mean, it's just I. I mean, I think Buffalo is better right now. I cannot. And I hope they play so bad. So you I think the Browns play. are better. The Browns no. are not better. No. <laughs> the Browns no. with Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco. He's been playing out of his Dude, goddamn mind. This has been the year of backup quarterbacks. How many have we already seen have like four, three or four good weeks and then get benched? Cutlets got benched, by the way, for uh, for those who yeah. didn't know. Tommy Cutlets yeah, is. Was, Tommy DeVito was fun. That was fun. We understood that, that was never a real That was thing. never going to happen. Josh Dobbs? <laughs> Josh Dobbs was very fun. I was wrong about Josh Dobbs. I thought he was a household <laughs> name in the NFL. Frisky eight weeks for Dobbs. What a run. Who else? There's been some other ones run. I'm forgetting, but Browning, I mean, the Browning run. I mean Browning. Browning. He's gonna keep Brown Jake Browning's gonna go home with Taylor Swift next weekend. <laughs> Dude, awesome. Browning uh Browning yelled to the camera like after his game winning drive that they never should yeah. have cut me or whatever. And then the next Browning week fucks. lost by like a million. So uh, this backup quarterback thing. Flacco is due. He he's, he's due. Up. Oh, I yeah. ignited something within Zwick. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's Black go house. to uh let's go to the Finns, huh? Finns Cowboys was a great game. Um Dolphins end up winning 22 to 20. Butsy called it the fraud bowl before this game. Are the Cowboys now frauds, Butsy? They lost the fraud bowl? So no, because uh I think what my you know part of my Acclimate, uh, you know, claiming that this was going to be the fraud bowl was that it was going to be blowout. Like I actually, I genuinely believed that one of these teams was going to get absolutely spanked, and I couldn't tell you who it was, but I thought I was leaning towards Miami. You know, blowing out the Dolphins or blowing out the uh, Cowboys, but that did not happen. This was actually a really great close football game from start to finish. I'm going to tell you what the play of the game was, and it was um, the You're Dolphins' upset. defense stopping Pollard on the fucking half yard line. That was ridiculous. And I remember watching it because I bet the Dolphins, I remember watching it and, uh, you know, one of the Dolphins linebackers was pointing, you know, that he was down at the half yard line. And I was like, dude, like, why does it fucking matter? It's first and goal from inside, inside the, inside <laughs> the one, like why, why you, why you, you know, fighting so hard for him to be down. And then I understood why, because they, they fumbled on the next play. I don't think the Cowboys are frauds because they didn't get blown out. Like I, I thought that they were going to get blown out and then I would be able to stand on my take that Dak Prescott sucks and the Cowboys are frauds. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think the Cowboys are still scrappy, but at the end of the day, I still really do believe in the NFL. It's the Ravens are just an absolute juggernaut in the AFC and the Niners are juggernaut in the NFC like that. Like I don't, I, I, and I think if the Ravens spanked the dolphins, which they do play next week, I believe, um, they go to Baltimore. The Ravens bank the Dolphins next week. I wouldn't be surprised. I really, really would not be that surprised. Um, because I just think that those two teams are such juggernauts that everybody in the NFL just might not be that good compared to those two teams. Yeah, I mean, and uh, I think that obviously Dallas hosts um the Lions next week, and I, I think that, I think the Cowboys are just gonna shit on the Lions. I really do. Um. I know, Butsy, you're a big Lions guy, but I'm, I, I'm my not worried. Halfway home, by the way, my takes halfway home. That they can yeah, win a playoff I mean, game. Yeah, it's, different, it's a different game. season come January, but like, I'm not, I'm not really worried about the Cowboys. The Dolphins are a good team to have all year. 
you know, you can you can call them frauds. You cannot call them frauds. They're going to be in the playoffs, and they're going to have a really, really hard time, you know. Well, sorry, other teams are going to have a really, really hard time stopping that offense, no matter who it is. So I think both of these teams are going to be successful going forward, but I'm not I'm not super worried about Dallas and big win for the defense. Um, some of us, some of us here had money on the Cowboys. I won't name names who those people were, but it was wicked. It was wicked. No, by the way, not not people. One of us, <laughs> one of us had money on the Cowboys. Uh, Jordan put. Oh, it was in the just chat. me. I thought. Yeah. I thought Jordan. Oh no, shit. no. So Jordan put in the chat right before the game. Who should Bad I luck. bet? No, you're right. You're right. You're right. Bad and luck. I said the Finneys. Bad luck. All right. So well. Um. Sorry. Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah. Uh. I I agree. I don't. I think both of those teams are good. The Dolphins are. I guess you could say they're the second best team in the AFC. I wouldn't say that, but I'm if someone that. said it, I wouldn't not, be They're not angry. even the best team in their division. Jordan's oh. looking at La La Land, dude. Dude, they're going to. Zwick thinks the Bills are going to win the Super Bowl, so I don't. I, this no, guy's I out hate to lunch. the Bills. I fucking hate the Bills, but we're not going to act like they're one of the best teams the last three weeks. NFL is week to week. All right, if you beat, if you shit on a team, you're good. If you lose to a team, you're ass. That's how it works. That's not how it works. That's absolutely not how it works. That well, is no, called no. being a prisoner of the moment. That's what that's called. Exactly. But the media, like, for example, Brock Purdy just absolutely shit his pants yes. against the Ravens. If that didn't happen, he'd probably wouldn't be winning MVP. If Lamar Jackson shit his pants versus the 49ers, we wouldn't talk about him. So, I mean, it's just all week to week. Connor looks very sad right now. I just smacked my elbow on my desk so hard, and it oh. was just the most uncomfortable thing in my life. Um, but no, I, I think, I think being like a, a week to the, like a week to week, that's what we like are supposed to do as, as like podcasters yeah. and as people who talk about football is like react to what we saw, right. React to what we watched with that. week in and week out. And then, you know, to, uh, from time to time, maybe see the bigger picture, but that can be very difficult sometimes when one, like when two team when a team, when the same team can look completely different in two weeks. I think you can't be a prisoner of the moment and just go off of who had the best win this week. That's the best team. I don't, I don't agree with that. And I I think for the bills, I've said it all year They're They have a super high ceiling and a super low floor. They're an inconsistent team. They can beat anyone and they can lose to anyone. Most of the good teams can't lose to anyone. Like Philly can, will roll the Panthers every time they play them. They play a hundred times. Philly would always win. The Bills might lose 10 of those games, like, or more. So I think it with the Bills specifically, they get to a level that they look like they can win the Super Bowl, but they can't do it week after week after week after week. And that's why I don't think they can do it. This is my, okay, this is my counterpoint. Miami is going to Baltimore this weekend. Do you think that Miami will win that game? I don't, but like, I'm not going to be shocked if they do. The, the Ravens just had a, an amazing win. They beat the Niners. It's the best win of the season. If you look at it like gambling wise too, it's a huge letdown spot. I bet a lot of sharp money is going to be on the Dolphins. So like, I'm not going to be surprised because that's how the NFL is. Like it's anyone can really win any week. It's any given Sunday with these fucking the sport. Uh, whose line is it anyways? I don't know. Uh, what is the Dolphins line against the Ravens next week? It's plus three. They're in Baltimore. Yeah, uh, correct. They're in Baltimore. Um, I think, I think the Dolphins are plus five. 
Three and five. Okay. The Ravens come in as minus four favorites. It opened at minus three, oh, jumped man. immediately to minus four. Look at us. Wow. Somewhere split in the middle. Split the difference. Yeah. That's a little sandwich you guys made there. A little That's... gambling sandwich. So right wait, off. what was your what was your point there? What why did you ask me? Okay, so what I'm saying is I I don't like obviously you're saying anyone can win every any Sunday. That's that's very true. I personally don't see the Dolphins going into Baltimore and winning. And then we have week 18, assuming the Bills don't melt down versus the Patriots, which you know I guess is not a safe assumption. But let's assume that let's assume that doesn't happen. <laughs> which like I'm being serious, the Bills can lose to anyone. They already oh, lost. They 100 can. They 100... All right, never mind. You're right. You're right. This... <laughs> yeah, I'm out. No, I didn't mean to step on no, you. No, I just, I just think that I think that the Bills will beat the Patriots. I think the Dolphins will beat the Ravens. Or sorry, the Ravens will beat the Dolphins. And then it's Week 18, winner takes a division, and I think anything can happen. And they already played once, and we saw how that played out. Yeah, that's true. I mean, the the Bills, I for me, they're gonna have to prove it before I like start picking them to do things because they just somehow always have a shocking loss i feel like um too frequently but we oh, yeah. will find out let's go to the pats butsy the mm. tank was going so well it was going so so well we beat pittsburgh that was a little hiccup a little bump in the road but pittsburgh pretty bad team so it was like all right whatever it was still early enough we were going to lose a bunch of games we did lose a bunch of games got to the end of the season basically where we are right now and we beat the broncos uh the Pats now, when they, they had the second pick going into that game, they're now, if the draft started today, they'd be at the fourth. I highly doubt they can get back up. The Commanders and Cardinals jumped us. Commanders has Dallas and San Francisco left, so they're losing both. And then the Cardinals have, I forget, I think it's like Seahawks and one other like solid Philly. team. Seahawks, Seahawks Philly. Yeah, so I doubt either of those teams are going to get a win. Um, and the Pats have what bills jets so i mean they they literally might beat the jets have five wins and then we could move back even further so basically what i'm saying is the pats are not getting drake may or caleb williams or marvin harrison in all likelihood it looks like Jaden daniels um so that could be cool but butsy what did you think watching this game and how just unfortunate this win was yeah it sucked it was not a really like a really bad way to start you know, Christmas weekend, Christmas festivities. Um, I I just I I was in my room after the game and like I had my my hand in my head or my head in my hand, just sitting there scrolling on TikTok mindlessly. My mom comes in, she goes, "Are you okay?" And I was like, "Well, not really." And I and I was she was like, "What's wrong?" And I was like, "Well, the Patriots." And she goes, "They won," and I was trying to explain to my mom the concept <laughs> of tanking. Oh, that's uh, the worst. But she actually understood because she got sports, uh, big sports fans. So we, we got there, but I just there. You knew that this was going to happen. Like, I really don't know why. Just something in my body was going to like they were somehow going to get to five wins and just fuck themselves. Right. And that's exactly what they're on track to do. They're not going to beat the Bills of Buffalo. But I mean, who fucking knows? They easily could. Right. Um, And then they're going to beat the Jets at home. So I. <laughs> I just don't I don't get why we do this to ourselves. We just, we were in such a good spot. We were fucking 2 and 10. We were so happy. Yeah. And then we beat the the Steelers and then we go beat the Broncos, both really tough away environments to play in and we get it done. And then now we're going to go beat the Jets at home and have five wins and I don't even know where that lands us, right? Like that could land us at 
maybe seven, it's seven six, or eight. It's six at worst. The Chargers, or no, I I think it's yeah, I think it's no. six at worst. The Chargers, uh, Titans, and Giants all have five wins, but one of those teams, even if we get to five wins, we can't uh pass them in the draft. I so then you're, the, so then you're the thing Jayden, about you're watching Jaden Daniels highlights. Yeah, that's, I'm that's watching Jaden Daniels highlights, but also side note, pretty impressed by Jaden Daniels highlights. But the the thing about this one is how they lost. Like the Patriots looked like they were trying to lose. They they fumbled on the first. I think it was the first snap and gave the Broncos the ball on their own six yard line, and the Broncos couldn't score first and goal. They go for it on fourth, uh, fourth and one or fourth and goal from the one, and they don't get it. And then the Broncos later in the game fumble, give the Pats the ball. Later in the game, fumble on the kickoff, give the Pats a touchdown. Chad Ryland missed a field goal and an extra point, and then he hit a 56-yarder to win the game. I it, This game, it was a roller coaster of sadness like in bad football. It was just so infuriating how it happened. If we had come out and like dominated, I wouldn't have been as upset, but... Going through that game, seeing all the ways that the Broncos just gave it to us, it just hurt. Oh, well, dude, I mean, the, the back-to-back touchdowns with two-point conversions, I was so excited. <laughs> it literally, I literally had, like, flashbacks of the Patriots Super Bowl when we had to go do that and have the two two-point conversions to tie the game and force OT. I was so excited. And then I don't know how fucking in God's green earth Zappy was able to put us in field goal range with, like, a minute 15 left. I'll I, tell you how. I will tell you how. Okay, we ran the ball. Sean Payton called a timeout. We ran the ball again. Sean Payton called another timeout with 47 seconds left. He thinks he's going to get the ball back and go win in regulation. Meanwhile, third and what? Fucking two. Bailey Zappi slings it like 25 yards. Now we call a timeout and we're close to range. It was ridiculous. We were going to go to overtime and Sean yeah. Payton called two timeouts. I just. So fuck Sean Payton. So hard. Yeah. So, so hard to swallow. I was. I was a spectator and all the obviously I was watching the game and I was just watching my friends realize that their dreams are, you know, going down the toilet. And so I opened my phone and I just just the buttsy text was just so funny, so sad. Just, I'm I'm close to tears. I'm so sad. Chad Ryland stuck his foot up my asshole without consent. <laughs> just very sad. Oh. It was so genuine, and it was just such genuine. I, I felt it. No, because I, I, I could feel. I was like, oh man, he's actually like really upset. Like that sucks. I was hurting, man. I mean, we <laughs> we were just so primed, and you know, like the the spin zone. Maybe everything happens for a reason. Like maybe I should go to church and like pray, and maybe maybe like Jane Daniels is the next Lamar, and you know, I go on to Bleacher Report today, and I'm scrolling through scrolling through posts and stuff, and it's like. Uh, QB comparisons or compare uh, NFL comparisons for every player in the you know in the first round or something like that, and I saw Jane Daniels get Lamar, and I was like, yeah. maybe <laughs> like maybe I should get excited, but right. um, you're just talking about three generational prospects uh, in the top three, and the fact that we're missing out on those three with how fucking terrible we are hurts, hurts, yeah. hurts insane. I've I have been trying to convince myself that like the reason people hate tanking is because you never know how good a college kid is going to be. So Jane Daniels could be the best player in the draft. So, I mean, we can hang our hats on that. It's just, it, we could have had, we could have had Caleb. We could have had a shot at Caleb, man. And but what are the odds that, what are the odds that we don't even draft Jaden? Well, that, yeah, that's the other thing. Like, do we trade back, take an old lineman? I don't know. Is that's that our, is that our thing? thing to do that's in our a, whole, in our a, whole fucking season was for nothing. 
moving forward. I remember I was actually thinking about this the other day. I remember when Patriots lost to the Eagles in week one, I think it was. Mm-hmm. You guys were hyped. You guys were on top of the world. <laughs> no, we weren't, by the way, we weren't just hyped. Romo was hyped too. Romo said the Patriots yeah. going to be absolutely fine. We looked so good, Swick. We no, you did. So no, I mean I can't I would have been the exact same way, but like it was just it was bad. And I was like, oh, like hopefully they keep this up. But it's, it's, yeah. yeah, no, it even after week two, when we That's, lost to Miami, we we were fine. But yeah, it's one we should have known that the Eagles defense is fraudulent. <laughs> That's true. The Patriots scoring 20 should have should have tipped us off. All right, we're gonna wrap it up here. Uh great episode hope everybody had a phenomenal christmas we'll be back with more nfl and some nba coming up soon thank you for listening